health, fitness, mindset, purpose, fulfillment. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast. Prepare to take your life to greater heights. Please welcome your host, Chase Livingston. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the High Powered Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Livingston, and let me just say thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I'm stoked. I'm excited. We are dive. We, oh my gosh, guys, we just dove into this eight week transformation challenge. And really, the goal is to optimize our body, our nutrition, our fitness, our, our lifestyle. And I'm just coming. This is Friday of week one. And guys, if I can tell you anything about this challenge, it's this. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so for me personally, I'm working on, you know, trying to cut weight. I want to get six pack abs by the end of this eight, uh, eight week challenge. Uh, you know, I put on probably a little bit too much of that negative weight trying to put on muscle last year. And so I spent the good part of this year cutting down. Uh, but I didn't really get super, super serious about it until the start of this eight week challenge. So this first week, I'm really like two weeks into a caloric deficit. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, I'm, I'm really hungry. <laughs> so. But other than that, it's going good. Like my energy is through the roof and I'm hitting all the marks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, from what I can tell, it seems like the people who are on this transformation uh, challenge with me are also adhering to a lot of the things, the hitting the protein, the tracking the calories, working out daily. So that's huge. That's huge. And so for you guys who are listening to this and you're part of the challenge, thank you. If you guys are listening to this, you're like, what is he talking about? Go back and check out the high power challenge episode because it could be something that could potentially be life-changing for you. Seriously, I think back to some of these like fitness challenges I've done for myself in the past, and they really did a great job of, of helping transform me a little bit. One of the first things I did was a 67-day challenge, and it was more of a mindset lifestyle type challenge, but nonetheless, it helped uh, me with my fitness and really everything, developing positive habits, all of that. I did a 30-day clean eating challenge with Haley one time, and that revolutionized not just our health, but also like our relationship with each other and how we saw food and stuff. So these things can be huge. And if you've got people to do them with you, all the better. And really, I'll go ahead and lay this out here. Um, I'll probably mention it again later. But if you want more information on this, then it's really going to be going down in my private Facebook group. And so I'm really talking about this thing a lot. It's like my baby. I'm trying to take care of it. I'm trying to grow it. And I'm really trying to pour as much value as I possibly can into that thing. So if you're listening to this and you want to be a part of it, I wanted to be able to drop a link in the show notes. But the link for the Facebook groups, they expire after like 24 hours and they make a new one for you. So. So uh, what I'll have you do is just simply email me at chase at chaseinspires.com and just say, hey, I'd love to be in the group and I'll do my very best to get you in there. Um, and so on that note, what I'm talking about today is all things protein. And so this week in my Facebook group, I've been laying out for the people who are on this challenge with me everything they need to know about protein. Why? Because protein is essential to your health, your fitness, your body composition goals. And so I wanted it to be the first thing that we discussed uh, before we talked about, you know, what the right fitness routine is or the right strength training regimen is or, you know, should I be doing this or intermittent fasting keto. Before I even begin to talk about that, we got 
to talk about the importance of protein. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to create a podcast episode for those of you guys who may also benefit from this, but also for my people in the group who maybe they didn't get to read a lot of the content or it's just much more convenient for them to be able to listen to it. So um, I'm going to run through this stuff and I've only got a few minutes today, so I'm going to get through as much as I can. It's going to be a little bit condensed. Uh, I'm going to talk about as much as I can within the next 10 to 15 minutes. So what are some things that you need to know about protein. Well, the thing that you need to know is protein are the building blocks for everything in the body, right? I'm talking, you know, it's going to help with your bones, your muscles, your organs. We need proteins in order to build and maintain those uh, healthy muscles and organs and tissues, all of that. So, uh, uh, protein is super, super important. They help regulate hormones, they maintain bone health, build lean muscle tissue, and they assist in problems like hypertension and obesity. Seriously, the obesity endemic we could say that we are experiencing in this country and I don't know, it could be going on worldwide too, could be traced back to we're not getting enough quality protein in our diets. Um, And I know that's just one factor, but I think that is probably a huge issue is not getting enough protein. Uh, And we'll talk more about that. Protein should be the centerpiece of every meal and you should be aiming to get around 30 grams every time you eat. Now we'll talk more about that number and why that is, but it's good that you know it now. Uh, Protein improves uh, satiety, which means you're going to be full longer while you're in something like a caloric deficit. So for me right now, really always protein is king, but it's super, super essential for me right now because it's probably what's going to sustain me and keep me full the longest. And I'm also going to talk about strategies on how to uh, prolong your energy and, and all that kind of stuff while you're in a caloric deficit for a different episode. So the key point is you want to be consuming, listen to me, one gram of protein per pound of goal body weight if you want to see results. So If you weigh 160 pounds, you're trying to gain muscle and get about 15 pounds on you, you want to be consuming about 175 grams of protein every single day. If you are trying to cut back weight, but you want to maintain some of that lean muscle mass, let's say you weigh 175 and you want to get down to about 165, then you want to be aiming to get at least 165 grams of protein uh, every single day. That's going to help you guarantee that you maintain a lot of the lean muscle mass that you've worked hard to build. And uh, keep you, you know, uh, healthy and help you stay full longer while you're on that journey to cutting weight. So that's really the first few key points I want to talk about. The next thing I want to talk about is good protein sources to get uh, to get your protein from. Like, where can I get good quality protein? And so, uh, you know, there's this constant battle between right now that you're seeing a lot, like in the media and social media influencers and all this different stuff, as far as um, getting your protein from plant sources or animal sources, and which one is best? Well, I'm going to, uh, I should have got the studies and stuff ready, but from the education that I've received, and from what I can see, animal protein is king. Why? Because it is super dense in the amino acids that are necessary for stimulating what's called muscle protein synthesis. And those three amino acids are leucine, isoleucine, and valine, I believe is the third one. And so, unfortunately, a lot of your plant sources, your pea, your hemp, your rice, your quinoa, those things, they aren't going to have all of those amino acids um, that you need, at least not to the point where it's not extremely calorically expensive, right? Is that is that how you say that, calorically expensive? And so, 
the best thing to do, honestly, is to get mo- most of your protein from animal sources and then kind of fill in the gaps with, you know, some of these other plant sources and uh, stuff like that. So let's talk about, like, when, we, when you say animal sources, what are you talking about, Chase? I'm talking about things like steak, ground beef, chicken, turkey, um, you know, wild-caught fish, eggs, milk, Greek yogurt, whey protein powder. These all are derived from animals, and they're probably the best way for you to get protein that's rich in the amino acids that's going to stimulate what's called that muscle muscle protein synthesis, which, without getting too far in depth, is going to keep you in that anabolic state, keep you growing, keep you burning that fat. That's what we want to be in is that anabolic state. Now, these other protein sources that are still good but they need to be almost like, you know, a second, you know, take the back burner almost like uh, let them be supplemental to this other protein rich diet that you have going. So things like peanut and almond butter, quinoa, beans and lentils, brown rice, whole grain pasta, which is actually got more protein than you would think. Um, hemp and pea protein, oats, uh, various nuts and seeds. These are all great sources of protein. Do not get me wrong. But uh, you want to have kind of a mixed variety from all of these. And let me tell you something. These, this list that I've just given you is not a definitive list. There is much. There are far more foods out there that are also uh, that also have good protein content. But these are super rich in protein. And so that would be your sources that I would say you get this from. So you might be asking me, okay, Chase, like I, you know, my my goal weight is 150 pounds or 175 pounds or 200 pounds, how the heck do I eat all of this protein? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. If you're eating anywhere from 125 to 200 grams of protein, uh, I want to break down what that, how you're going to do that, right? And the first thing you need to consider is what's called protein meal threshold, okay? And that's what says that you can get about 30 to 50 grams of protein per meal that's going to stimulate that muscle protein synthesis that we want. Anything less than that, your body's going to be kind of using just for like, you know, the uh, standard energy demands that you might be needing at that time. Uh, Or if you're having something like a protein powder that has, you know, 20, 23, 25 grams of protein, that's okay too because those protein powders are usually super packed with amino acids. But for the most part, you need a meal that's going to have at least 30 to 50 grams. Now, you can have more than that. You can have upward of 60 grams, but that muscle protein synthesis is going to kind of cap around that 50, 60 gram mark. So, most of the time when uh, people are kind of structuring their meals and stuff like that, they're still – they may even be making protein the centerpiece of their of their nutrition plan, but they're still not quite, quite getting enough for those meals. So what you need to do is make sure you're getting, you know, four to six ounces of chicken or ground beef or a nice piece of fish, whatever it is that's going to um, stimulate that muscle protein synthesis. And then you need to have about three to four of those meals throughout the day and then supplement the gaps with, you know, a good quality whey protein powder or something to kind of to kind of fill in those gaps. So you're looking at three to four whole food meals that have at least 30 to 50 grams of protein per meal. And then you're going to be supplementing with you know one to two protein shakes a day and so that's really going to help you hit any of those numbers that you need to and then 
that should be where you start with your meal planning. That's when you start to say, okay, well, then what carbohydrates do I want to go with this? What healthy fats can I throw in with this? And kind of build your meal plan around that. But that protein number that you need to hit is super critical if you're concerned about your body composition goals and just longevity and overall health, right? You got to feed the beast. You got to feed those muscles. And so that's how you're going to do that. So uh, figure out what number it is. Think about that 30 to 50 grams. Begin. To, it takes a little bit of work, guys. I'm not going to lie. It takes some experimentation and, find, uh, and finding out you know, uh, what these little meals are going to look like throughout the day. Now, is this the only way that you can do it? No, you could, you know, if you're doing some intermittent fasting or something like that, which, you know, uh, you can do that as well. But for the most part, you need to be structuring those meals around that 30 to 50 gram mark. And that's going to be super beneficial for you. Remember, that's called protein meal threshold. Okay, now let's talk about something a little bit different. I want to talk about something called anabolic resistance. And so... For the majority of my listeners listening to this who have probably been on this fitness journey, they've been doing it, they've been, uh, you know, uh, they've walked the walk and all that kind of stuff. You probably do not experience this, but there's also some new people who are listening. There's also some new people who are diving into this fitness world and they're trying to figure things out. And this may be critical to you. So let me, let me kind of break this down for you. As we age or if we have high levels of inflammation in the body, it becomes more difficult for the body to process protein. This is what's called anabolic resistance, okay? Your body's having trouble breaking down the protein and getting you into that anabolic state. It's resistant to it. And this is important because we need our bodies to process the protein that we consume to utilize it for building and maintaining muscle and achieving those body composition goals. So if you feel that you may be experiencing that anabolic resistance, then like I said, it's super important that Every single meal you're getting in that meal, uh, that protein meal threshold, that 30 to 50 grams of high quality protein, right? Not just like, you know, some rice and uh, hemp <laughs> protein. It's, it needs to be something that's loaded and enriched with amino acids. And it's going to flood that bloodstream with them, uh, with with everything that's necessary to facilitate that muscle protein synthesis. Um, so, like I said, you may not be experiencing that. You may not have to worry about that. But for those of you who are getting a little bit older, you probably haven't been doing this very long, and you've been, you know, eating most of your life with the standard American diet, which I call the sad, you know, because it's sad, standard American diet. It's sad. It's, it's, a, it's a diet comprised of highly processed uh, carbohydrates and fats and minimal protein, right? So if you go get a, a meal somewhere at, you know, a fast food joint, that's probably what it's going to look like. And so um, for those of us who have spent a good portion of our life doing that and we're kind of getting a little older or maybe we're dealing with uh, some, some extra weight, some maybe even borderline obesity, and uh, you know we've got these high levels of inflammation in the body, then yes, we may be experiencing some anabolic resistance. So it's even more important that you just crush and crush and crush that protein and make sure it's the centerpiece of your meal uh, every time you eat. So the last thing I want to talk about while I've got a few minutes here is just really quick, I want to walk through some of these protein myths that you've probably heard. Okay, The first one I want to talk about is you can only consume... 20 grams of protein at a time and the rest goes to waste. So uh, I don't know where this came from, but from the education that I've received, you can you actually digest all of the protein that you consume. But like we talked, there is a threshold, there is a, a cap almost for that muscle protein synthesis, which is that 50 
maybe 60 grams of uh, protein. So even though you're eating 60 grams of protein in a sitting, uh, you're going to cap out with that muscle protein synthesis, but you're still going to digest the rest. It's still going to be used for uh, your energy demands and the other things that you might need for the body. Um, so this this whole 20 grams, forget that. I mean, first of all, you got to consider these guys who are like huge power lifters or bodybuilders, how would that work for them? Because they're, you know, upwards of 250 to some, some guys are really big. And, uh, how would that, how would that, like they would have to eat every 30 minutes or something. Right. But that's not really what happens. They probably have four, maybe five meals a day at the most and supplement with a protein shake or something like that. Um, and really, I don't even know if they're doing that. So um, yes, don't let that 20 grams of protein, this myth that's going to keep you worried about how much protein you're wasting or is just going through the body. Um, you can have that 30 to 50 grams per meal every two, three, four hours, and uh, you're going to be in great shape. Um, another one is men and women have different protein needs, which is not true. Uh, the only reason men and women will ever have different protein requirements is strictly due to body weight. Uh, specifically goal body weight, right? So protein requirements are not based on sex, but rather on muscle and body composition goals. Okay. Uh, the next one I want to talk about, and this is one that I heard for a long time is protein is bad for your kidneys. I remember hearing this whenever I first started out on my fitness journey and it deterred me from, you know, getting enough quality protein that I needed in order to, you know, maintain my body composition goals. I was afraid to take in more than 150 grams a day because I was like, I don't want to damage my kidneys. However, you know, once I said, once again, I'm going to say, look at some of the largest people out there who are doing this and they're doing it in a very healthy way. Now, you have to, I'm going to say, you know, we can talk about power lifters and bodybuilders and I know there is a culture of, of uh, you know, drug use and uh, different things like that. But I'm talking about when done appropriately without harming yourself with harmful training practices, yes, this is actually just fine for you. The only time this is not okay for you as far as consuming protein and worrying about your kidneys is if you have pre-existing conditions with your kidney. But um, for most of us, that's probably not the case. If you will look back at our early ancestors, most of what they ate was red meat, which was high in protein, right? So um, this idea that a whole lot of protein is going to be bad for your kidneys. It's just false. Uh, protein is actually great for your kidneys. What the science says is that eating adequate amounts of protein every day is actually great for your kidneys and them performing an optimal function. They'll actually improve by you getting enough protein every single day, which once again, what's enough protein? Look at your goal body weight. That's what's enough protein for you. The last one I want to go over is kind of a funny one, but you hear it in the fitness community is protein is protein, right? Uh, so it doesn't matter if it's seven grams out of that, that string cheese you're eating or if it's 30 grams from that big piece of steak, whatever it is, protein is protein. And that's insisting that the quality protein that you get from chicken, cheese, rice, and protein powder are all the same. But as I've already told you this before, this is not true because of the amino acid profile of each food. Some protein is, has higher quality and is more bioavailable because of the foods that are rich in those amino acids. So your quality protein matters. Not only that, but think about when you cook your protein, when you cook your protein, when you cook your food, like if you have a piece of chicken, 
that you throw in the oven at like 500, you're going to zap it for 10 minutes, you pull it out, it's going it's like burnt, right? It's nasty. It's dried up and you can't even eat it. And then you have another piece of chicken that you put in there for 350. You let it cook for like seven hours or something. I don't know. I'm making this up. You let it cook for a long time and it comes out and it's like juicy. You cut right through. It's like watery. It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> seven hours to cook it. That's probably a bad idea. Um, but no, you get the point. The slower process is going to be a much better choice for you. Well, the same thing goes for your protein powder. Like a lot of this mass produced protein powder by these huge brand names is they're like, they've got to get it out the door. So they are they are producing it in large amounts. They're just applying heat and pressure to it and then boom, capture it, like package it up and get it out. Now, what we need to do is these companies who do smaller batch, they really take care of their protein. They're committed to uh, the the process of what good quality protein is because they're putting it in their bodies too. That stuff is huge. So the quality of your protein does matter. You want protein rich in those various amino acids that is going to, going to uh, facilitate that muscle protein synthesis. So guys, that's a big mouthful of <laughs> nothing but protein today. Uh, I hope you got something of value from it, and I hope it actually encourages you to eat the adequate amounts of protein throughout the day because that's what's ultimately going to be one of the greatest uh, benefactors towards you getting the goal, reaching the goals that you're wanting to, um, to achieve. So really lock in on that protein. Make sure you're getting in an adequate amount. If you're in a caloric deficit still, you got to put protein first. You got to make sure you hit that, you hit that, fill in the gaps with the rest of those macronutrients. Um, yeah, you, you hit that protein goal alongside of eating a, a high quality, uh, eating plan in general. You getting that exercise every single day, drinking plenty of water. You are going to see some incredible results. And this is like the constant thing that you're seeing me harp with my folks. So, um, cool. Once again, I'm going to say it real quick. If you want more information, if you want more stuff, I'm providing as much value as I possibly can in my private Facebook group. It's the High Powered Facebook group. All you need to do is just shoot me an email at chase at chaseinspires.com. I'm going to get you in there, and I would love to have you be a part of this community. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something, and I'll talk to you soon.